The playoffs on Round Guy Radio are powered by the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries. Well, we had a couple uh, 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 sponsors renew for us. Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent. Shout out to her. Uh, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. And uh, Helena Hayes came in and gave us a little last-minute support for the uh, uh, for the playoff push there. Helena Hayes, a house representative for Keokuk, uh, part of Mahaska and part of Jefferson County. We've uh, got a new show for you, everybody. I know you're going to like it. It's going to be a little caffeinated conversation called Sunday Mornings with Scotty Melvin. we got Scotty Melvin. Welcome program, Scotty. Good morning, Dave. How's it going? It's going great. Uh Although, man, these playoff games just take a lot out of me. Um, you know, I'm so happy for the team that wins, and sometimes I'm so sad for the team that loses. I don't know. Um, I'm, a, I'm like a yo-yo over here emotionally. Yeah, it's tough when, uh, you know, we, we want to have as many opportunities as possible for our, our area teams to make these runs to a uh, deep postseason berth, state tournament, or the Dome in football. But what sucks is when they have to match up against each other and take each other out, you know. And that's uh, that was the case in one game last night, the one in Fairfield. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that one first. There's a few others we're going to get to here. Uh, but uh, I'll say this. Both teams really uh, made me proud. Both teams fought valiantly. Uh, and um, one team's going to go to the state tournament. That's a big plus. Uh a, a, a tremendous shout out to the Winfield Mount Union. They, they're going to state tournament in football and basketball. Uh, that's a little rare air, isn't it, Scotty? Yeah, I think it is. You'll see it happen here and there, uh, you know, with a, a school that might have a, a class or two that come through that just loaded with stellar athletes or whatever that play multiple sports and they've got that winner's mentality and that competitive edge uh, experience playing together and sometimes they make runs you know in, in several different sports in a season maybe or whatever but uh to do it in football and basketball uh, that's pretty tough and and uh you know we said you know three years ago when we got kind of got a look at this uh what is now senior class for winfield mount union you know back when they were sophomores that uh, they'd be a lot of trouble as juniors and of course they faced a lot of adversity that season uh or i should say that year and then uh, as seniors, you know, the sky was the limit. And uh, we're seeing it all come to fruition now for the Winfield Mount Union Wolves. It's definitely the year of the wolf. Well, I can't um, really point to any finer example of what a great, uh, uh, I guess, someone that can uh, evaluate high school football, any kind of talent. Uh, because really, literally, one of the very first things you ever told me was, hey, there's these, these two sophomores over uh, at Winfield, and they're going to, you know, they're just going to be creating highlight after highlight. There's the sky's the limit for these guys, and that was Cam Buffington and Abram Edwards. Um, when were you first aware of them? And uh, um, what do you? I mean, they're like they even gone beyond what I even ever could anticipate how good they would, could be. Well, you know, I, I've been uh, not at as many events as I used to get two years ago for first. You know, several years stretch there. I kind of half pay attention to what's going on around me and stuff, and but not getting to games and things like that. And it just so happened that uh, I moved up to the Washington area and I got to a lot of Washington games. I got to see that uh, special undefeated team they had a few years ago that made a deep postseason run. And then I ended up living in the Wayland uh, School District there in Crawfordsville, and I said, "Well, I'm going to get back into watching some Waco games." Now Waco. Uh, you know, going back three years ago, Jonah Clark's senior year had a great team. Uh, after getting to see them a few times, I thought, man, this this team is 
you know, one of the better small school football teams I've ever seen. I was just getting acquainted with the eight-man game that season. And then, uh, you know, lo and behold, we get to the the middle of the season or whatever, and they go over to Winfield Mount Union. Now, I already knew about Cam Buffington by then because I'd read a couple articles about him being uh, uh, offered a a scholarship to play football for Iowa after his freshman year during a summer linebacker camp or something up at Kinnick there. And I thought, buddy, that is something you don't see every day. Um, And, you know, that's one of the premier defensive uh, programs in the the country right now. So that's a big deal. And uh, I said, well, I'm going to get a chance to see this kid play. So I knew about him. I didn't know about, you know, I hadn't hadn't been in the loop as much and didn't know about the Edwards boys coming up as well and and some of these other guys that, um, you know, Winfield Mount Union's got coming through, especially in this this senior class, this class of 2024. So it was, you know, kind of an eye-opener seeing them play in person. And Waco, you know, uh, kind of won that game going away, but it was a tough battle, a classic, you know, Wolves and Warriors rivalry game. And, and for me, it really put Winfield Mount Union on the map as a force to be reckoned with, you know, over the course of these next couple of years. And man, as, as a, you know, you'd like to think you, you're a good prognosticator, but uh, it didn't take, doesn't take a whole lot of uh, smarts to know. To see how good those players are, but uh, yeah, yeah. you did see it quite early. And, uh, you know, I can't think of another school that's kind of stair-stepped the way they have. I mean, it's like a, uh, it's like an, a hockey stick uh, level of, you know, it's like a, 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 you know, a line from kind of middle of the road team to man, we're in the state tournament and, and everything. Um, it's uh, it's incredible. Uh, but let's uh, uh, also on the other side of that coin, uh, one 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 thing in that game that happened uh, that I was so so proud of on the Holy Trinity side was the Iron Horse, uh, Galing, Connor Galing uh, gets his thousand points. At, uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's great. You guys had uh, you and Coach Elegy had talked about it. Uh, he he seemed like he kind of wanted to keep keep quiet on that. With the things that are on the line at this point of the season, probably individual accolades aren't aren't really on the forefront of anybody's. Uh, minds you know but um it's still a big deal and a lot of positives to take out of that game for holy trinity unfortunately he's a senior you know um this team's got a lot coming back but uh at least out of out of that loss last night uh, well played hard fought game you know connor gets to you know exit his career there at holy trinity with a thousand point club you know and and uh that's a pretty big deal and a really nice accomplishment yeah well what did you think about holy trinity's effort and you know how they worked it down to a two-point lead there late in the game and and uh the way they chipped away at that lead and and you know when you watch them you don't see a team that ever gets kind of flustered do you yeah that's how i describe it too is they they just they just didn't uh, panic they didn't have that uh look of a team that was starstruck by the big studs from winfield mount union i've seen that from time to time this year football and basketball where teams seemed a little bit shell-shocked just by looking at those guys you know uh so there was an intimidation factor there but the holy trinity didn't have that um you know and they, they did get uh kind of buried there in the second quarter but not to a point where they couldn't come back from and you know just let me gripe for a minute about the huddle stream last night. I couldn't make it to the game because you can probably hear it in my voice. I've had the flu set in Friday night, so we had to we had to stay home and and watch the live stream, and, and it was almost unwatchable. Um, the feed was just terrible, and it wasn't anybody's fault. It was on the I was on the end of the huddle uh, service from the sounds of it, but uh, I missed a good chunk of that third quarter. Is the point I'm trying to make, and so I didn't get to see a lot of how that comeback 
came about, but it looked like Luke Helligy kind of put the, the Crusaders on his back and, and helped them uh, get untracked offensively. And they just never backed down. They couldn't quite get over the hump. It reminded me a lot of earlier in the week when we watched the, the Danville girls uh, sub-state game. They had a bad stretch early in the game and then clawed back in, but just couldn't quite make up all those points, you know. And that's basically what happened last night. A pretty even game except for that good stretch, that 12-2 run or whatever there uh, by Winfield Mount Union in the second quarter. You know, Scott, I found a separate stream to that game. Yeah, I wish I would have known about it because so we, we struggled. When, when, it, when it went kablooey, which was about every other five minutes, uh, uh, on the the one with the announcers on it, uh, there was uh -huh. another stream uh, that I was kind of flipping back to that, that didn't have any commentators, you know, but you could see what was going on. Uh, but uh, it seemed like to me there was a point in that game where the um, Edwards and uh, Buffington uh, really kind of took control there. Yeah, um, and, and that's kind of been a, a running theme, especially late in the game. Um, Edwards and Buffington are virtually unstoppable. I'll, I'll have some kind of running, you know, conversation going on with somebody. It seems like every time I'm watching a game, you know, somebody else that's watching it, maybe on a stream or whatever, and that hasn't seen him play before. And that's the first thing I'll say is, well, those guys look like they could score at will if they want to. And I'm, I, I couldn't agree more. Um you know, and it's a team game, and so there. And there's times when the the uh, the defenders bottle things up well. And I thought Trinity did that a lot of the game last night. But at the end of the day, it's these guys are such great athletes, and they're so big and strong that they will will themselves to getting points, either either you know um, scoring straight away or, or or getting to the foul line. And uh, you know, it's just really hard to deal with that. And then you know, things get opened up when uh, Hemsworth and Jake Edwards are hitting threes too it's it's just really hard to guard this team and keep them from doing just enough you know to to squeak these really tough hard-fought games out yeah it was a defensive battle really low scoring uh uh game it was tough tough to get baskets on either side of the court uh you know i just i remember uh in the game against don bosco when i was standing on the sidelines and uh winfield mount union was behind and they really needed to get something going and, and uh, Abram Edwards was the tight end, you know, and they called this play and he run this pattern and, and, you know, I was close enough. I could just see this look in his eye of, you know, utter determination and, you know, 100% uh, full out effort, you know, and he goes down there and he's in traffic and he reaches up and he just grabs this football with his two bear paws, you know, and then leans his shoulder in and gets a nice big 20-some yard gain, gets him a first down on third down, sustains that drive. Uh, you know, and uh, there was a play there in this game where I saw the same thing where he gets a rebound and he comes off and he's bringing the ball forward. And, you know, I mean, there's, uh, you know, we talk about that other gear we didn't know they had. Uh, uh, that kid can get into one uh, in a big game, can he? Yeah, he sure can. Him, him and Cam both, they just, um, like I said, I, I don't know what other word to use, but just sheer will. And they, you know, I've got the physicality to back that up, too. And and uh, they, they're a lot to handle for uh, uh, the typical high school kid, you know, because they're not typical. And uh, once they put their mind to, hey, we're going to take this game over and we're going to win, it, it's really uh, something something to watch. And they're... they're uh... And they needed their all their ability, their top ability, 
to win all of these games, you know. I mean, uh, a Notre Dame game was real tough. Uh, and Abram stood there and knocked down some free throws to win that one, yeah. you know. Uh, but there's kind of another aspect of this game where I, I, I you know, I knew Abram was going to be good, and I knew Buffington was going to be good. But I also knew Galing was going to, you know, probably do better than you thought he would. And, and Luke Helligy uh, is, uh, you know, another great guy. So they, they had a couple top two guys that were going to maybe not quite keep up with Buffington and Edwards, but stay, you know, um, close to them, you know. Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, uh, uh, Lane Rung and Jake Edwards, uh, you know, whichever one performed better, you know, they might make the difference. And maybe they did. Lane played pretty great. Uh, yeah. A little less less threes and more twos. Uh, but he, he, he did good. But Jake also hit down some big things, uh, uh, big threes, uh, when they needed to. Um, to. Talk to me about maybe that uh, that part of it. Well, that's where we, uh, you know, talking to Coach Kissel about the X factors, I guess we, we, we expect and we know that the, the big guys, the, the main scoring threats for both teams were going to, definitely have a big impact on the game and they did and yes Galen had a a really good game um you know I, I wondered the one thing I had seen watching Trinity is if they were going up against a team that had a pretty good size advantage on them that they're going to struggle possibly because that's what I saw down here at Danville and then I thought this could go exactly the same way I don't really think that it did I think uh they met that challenge um you know, head on and, and did really well with it. And Keeling was a big part of that. Of course, Helligy was too. Um, and I don't remember how much Rung scored or how many baskets he hit. Like I said, I was struggling to even watch the game. Um, we, we couldn't get 30 seconds strung together without all kinds of stoppage and glitching. And uh, it was terrible. Um, but uh, we, we did the best we could. But yeah, so I do know Jake hit some threes, and you know his final stat lines aren't necessarily eye popping as far as you know having huge numbers scoring wise. But his his scores that he does have, they they seem to be so huge in these uh, last couple of games, just key key times, and uh, you know he's the one that put him ahead against Notre Dame, and game a lot of us were sitting there in the stands thinking that Winfield might not come back from. And uh, yeah, he's he's uh, he's been huge for for the Wolves and and so timely with uh, those three pointers. Yeah, uh, it's been, uh, uh, you know, well, what a great game. Well, is there really anything else about this game? Maybe the atmosphere, you know. Uh, uh, but I, I guess I will make this comment. It is very disappointing that I mean, probably Holy Trinity and Winfield Mount Union paid seven hundred fifty, eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. Yeah to broadcast the game and the broadcast comes out like that, I think the, the state should refund their money from that. Well, there's part of me that's like, hey, I shouldn't be sitting here complaining. I'm getting to watch it on TV and I'm not paying a dime for it, right? But somebody had to pay for it and they paid a lot of money. And yeah, the huddle deserves, or I should say, uh, owes <laughs> somebody a major apology and they need to get this crap fixed because this isn't the only time this has happened. And Well, I just hate <laughs> these profiteers that come in and... Yeah. and try to take over high school basketball and you know they're going to want to charge for every game all year long and it just it's just going to keep escalating and escalating and escalating when shit two years ago it was free you know to yeah. watch the, the state championship and everything you just download the app and i haven't yeah. watched the state championship game yet that i've had to pay for 
Yeah, that's uh, going to be a new thing. And with uh, possible three teams from down here that we've got going, two for sure. I, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to pay it so I can watch them, and and that's fine. But uh, yeah, like the screen, the, the, the quality the of the stream better be good. It. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's just it's just a huge rip off to make these schools pay that amount of money and, and not put a decent product out there for everybody. It's, it's, it's pretty uh, frustrating. Yeah. They should have NBA broadcasters for the amount of money that they're charging, you know, yeah. and that level of production, you know, if you're going to, you know, I mean, look, if you're going to charge 250 bucks or something, you know, then maybe we don't need 3d and high def and great announcers and camera angles and all that other stuff, you know, but you get yeah. out there in that stratosphere where they're charging and next year will be more. And the year after that will be more. And the year after oh, yeah. that will be more. You know. Uh, but enough of that diatribe there. Uh, um, <laughs> another great game. It looked like the gym was just packed to the gills, didn't it? Yeah, and it was. And, and I saw Jeff uh, Jeff's uh, posting when he was settling in there way before the tip-off and he'd kind of filmed around the pregame there kids were out shooting and warming up and stuff and the stands were already full and that's a pretty big gym down there in fairfield so that was really cool to see yeah well uh at the end of the day winfield mike union's moving on you know um andy told me last night it's not like i play linville sully yep uh winfield mount union's a four seed linville sully's a five so that's kind of interesting that we have a, a, a round guy radio, not Southeast Iowa team, but a round guy radio family uh, school facing off against one of our own here. So that that's kind of you know, a little extra hype for me to, to watch that game. Yeah, that's kind of exciting. Yeah, Linville Sully, uh, um, their basketball coach has, has uh, eluded me a little bit, but the football coach come on yeah. anytime, anywhere, any place. Uh, uh, and we have a huge following over there. Um, Really, one of the big, big, big areas that, that listen. So I'm, I am kind of excited about that. Although I'm always a little unhappy when the, the two teams from the area, from my, uh, uh, my family of teams, you know, kind of wind up having to eliminate. Yeah. One of them has to eliminate each other. But man, we're, we're there's not that many teams left. Uh, no, um, you're pretty elite if you made it this far, man. Only eight in each class left. Um, yeah, you've kind of solidified your uh, your status in the state uh, by this point. Uh, no matter what happens up there, you know. But of course, everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to bring home the trophy. Well, um, we're going to talk about these two other games, but there's some uh, uh, kudos and thank yous that I want to uh, give out, and I'm sure you're going to agree with this. Uh, I got a lot of texts and response uh, uh, in appreciation of Coach Kissel coming on and talking uh, to us. Uh, that episode had really big numbers, and uh, uh, people rated out of the high episode. You know, I'm getting text messages telling me what a, what a good uh, 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 episode that was to listen to. Uh, but also, I want to thank, you know, Coach Islick and, and Coach Swanson uh, and Coach uh, uh, Grunder uh, and Coach Perkins there in Fairfield for, for calling in. Um, that's the kind of stuff you get here at Round Guy Radio. We try to get as many perspectives uh what did you think about those coaches that jumped on and helped us? Oh, those are always my favorite uh, episodes, uh, whether it be football season or 
or basketball here. And, and, you know, those guys are, their teams are done for now and, but they've got a unique perspective having faced off with a lot of these that uh, we, that are, that we're still playing at the time. And, and so it's, it's really neat to hear their, their thoughts and, and uh, what they think could happen and matchups that, uh, that are intriguing between uh, individual players and all that stuff it, you know, hearing the coaches give their thoughts is always my favorite, favorite uh, thing to listen to. So th- those were great. And, uh, you know, I appreciate them. I got to echo what you said. I appreciate them taking that time to do it because it's, it's really interesting to hear that perspective. Well, another a new award I'm going to come out with, you know, uh, in, in the movies, they'll give you an Emmy, you know, or, or maybe that's TV. I don't, I, I don't watch that stuff, but uh, yeah. <laughs> they give out these, you know, for, for outstanding uh, films and, and, and clips and stuff. Uh, uh, and, I don't know if Jeff Mills is going to have to build another award shelf for all the awards we're giving him, but uh, he did this clip for Hunter Hughes highlights for the year, and it was the best I've ever seen out of him. I mean, it was, you know, he Hunter makes a lot of wild moves that spin and and maneuver around guys, and he would slow it down right there while he was doing all that. And uh, Jeff Mills, you know, is man, he is basketball. I mean. He works harder than me and 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 everybody in uh, area in what they call show business, I guess, or sports business. Uh, hardest working man in, in high school sports, and what a fabulous season! And and uh, these kids are going to get some scholarships off of those videos that he's getting. What do you think of Jeff Mills? Well, I've loved Jeff's uh, camera work since I first stumbled onto it. Um, like I said, back in the days when I was going to all the Washington football games because they had just a pile of athletes on that team that his son played on there and oh i don't know what's that been five years ago something like that but uh just spectacular highlight after spectacular highlight and he was capturing all of that stuff so you can go relive it you know you might have been there to see it live but then it's just a memory but thanks to jeff you can relive it and over and over and and i'll tell you he's come a long way since those days with his editing skills and stuff as he's you know dove deeper into this thing and now he's um, a well-known commodity and the kids out there that want to try to get to the next level will do well to get a hold of him because he is happy to to put together these these videos and they're and they are they're great they're better than any of the huddle stuff i see you know a lot of the kids are sharing their, those huddle videos out there which those are great too but jeff's are uh more than a notch above those if you ask me and so if he's getting to your games and getting your highlights you you've got a, a nice advantage there as far as uh video footage of what you can do and something to show those recruiters and uh yeah hats off to jeff he's uh he's the best in the biz at this video thing and, and i sure love watching and reliving those moments yeah his editing and his you know the, the blocking of letters and everything he's getting just keeps getting better and better and better man he is really uh, a big contributor to this season well uh there's a couple other games let's start uh with the sadness and end on a happier note, uh, Pella Christian, uh, man, they're such a good, big, strong team. Uh, uh, they went, I think they were one of the final four teams last year, uh, but they go uh, over to Iowa City and uh, they just, I don't know, there's something about Iowa City, Regina, uh, just the way they played, the determination, the, the hustle, the kind of breaks going their way. Um, uh, they looked incredible, and uh, they were able to ink out a little win and hold off uh, Lapilla Christian Eagles. Uh, uh, you got any comments about that game or anything? 
Well, I haven't seen either team play. I've heard a lot about Pella Christian. I didn't know much about Regina. Um, and in fact, they're closer to me than, than Pella Christian, so you'd think I'd know something. But I, I, I don't know much about them. I don't know what they do well. I don't know what they've got for size or, you know, anything. <clears throat> I do know they uh, earlier this season barely beat Burlington Notre Dame in a game. Um, yeah, a which we all have. have that problem. Yeah, yeah, we know how good uh, Notre Dame is, um, and uh, so that tells me that they're the you know, Regina's a formidable team. But um, I don't know. I, I, all I can say is I'm kind of surprised. I had Pellet Christian pegged as uh, being one that would head back to the tournament this year, and I, I just didn't think they'd um, drop this one to Regina. But that's the way it goes. Regina must be pretty darn good. Well, they they uh, they were hot last night, and they were strong, and they had a game plan, and and. They must be pretty well coached. Well, I do have one, uh, a little good news uh, to come out of that game. Uh, coach Van Fleet had texted me uh, the contact information, Iowa City Regina's coach, uh, and I texted him this morning, and he's going to come on tomorrow. So, uh, what? That, that's great. Um, and it's Paul Runquist, and I watched a lot of his Mount Pleasant teams back when they were routinely going to state, you know, 10 years, you know, in that era about 10 years ago, including a state title, I think, in 2012, I believe they won. Um, and, and he's a great coach, and the fact that he's got Regina in, in a state tournament in his first year at the helm there, I mean, that tells you a lot. He's a he's one of the greats, and uh, so it's no, it's no shock to me that he's got that program you know, headed to the state tournament already. Yeah, well, uh, um, that's not the only surprise that I've got, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep another okay. uh, one holstered for later. Uh, All right. But let's, let's uh, switch over and talk about that the ha very happy news. Uh, uh, West, uh, West Burlington, the Falcons, are going to be uh, uh, bringing their uh, Falcon perch to the state tournament. Uh, you've seen them. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it wasn't the 22-point win uh, uh, that maybe somebody expected, but uh, I think a six-point win will do just fine, and uh, they're going to go ahead and let them be in the tournament. Uh, what, 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 what about that win, and what does that do for the Round Guy family there? Well, you know, I couldn't uh, find the stream on that game. I thought there was going to be a live yeah, stream. I couldn't either. I couldn't either. I, I, uh, yeah. There, there was a lot of dropping the ball going on on the uh, – huddle side or the state side or whatever it is, you know, but, uh, the Pella Christian game was on, uh, and it, it was flawlessly broadcast through. So I was uh, happy to see that. I'm and, glad uh, one of them I'm was. excited to be able to watch two games, uh, uh, this late into the deal, actually. Yeah. Um, kind of a rare thing. It, it doesn't seem like it should be. It should be an easier, easier deal at this point with so few games left now that, that, you know, you can find something to watch. I, and I don't know who was streaming the West Burlington game, if anybody was. Um, I was waiting for an announcement. I never saw one. But I had uh, Reese Oswald at the game, and so he was texting me the uh, the score as the game progressed and kind of gave me a little inside info on what was happening there. And, you know, it, it seemed like a, a very close and hard-fought game. I think West Burlington stretched the lead out there in the second half for a bit uh, to double digits, but... Uh, you know, they, they um, were never, you know, I, they were never in complete control, it seemed like, but yet they were ahead the whole time. So, I don't know, it just seemed like kind of a typical West Burlington night out on the floor where they uh, they just 
I don't know. Those guys are on a mission. I don't know what else to say. And uh, our guy Mason Watkins, 31 points. <laughs> um, man, if that's not putting your uh, your round guy radio player of the year on display in uh, the biggest game of the year, I don't know what is. Uh, I wish I could have seen it. I'm, I'm disappointed I couldn't find the feed for that one. Well, uh, the good news is you get a chance to see him again as his uh, uh, team gets another, another lives to play another day. Uh, um, so uh, let's talk about Reese Oswald there. Um, he's like, a, uh, you know, uh, tons of fun. Isaac Bruns' dad uh, texts me scores, you know. Uh, we, the people, you know, I remember... I remember when I was uh, up at Iowa City. We remember we went to the, the uh, Liberty. Uh, was it West they played or, or was it City High and Liberty? High? You know, um, I was. People were listening to me broadcast that game, and I I had scores here, and I had scores there, and I had scores there, and I mean I had the elite, you know, sports reporters around looking at me and going, "How in the heck are you getting all these scores?" And I said, "I got spies everywhere," you know. Uh, yeah. But I do want to give Reese a shout out and a, and a designate him a friend of Brown Guy Radio for uh, helping us out with that. Yeah, he uh, he was a big help for me last night since I couldn't find the game anywhere. And, and you know, your your news sources online, it's, it's kind of maddening. We've got this tech for this this uh, stuff to be available at, at you know at the drop of a hat, you know, and and in a moment's notice. And and Twitter's a big help with that. And there are some really good uh um you know media people out there that work for the papers and stuff that are covering these games that will tweet out the scores as they're happening and stuff but you know how social media is sometimes they don't refresh the way you want it to or or whatever on your wall and and so you miss things or you don't see things um when you should and so it's always nice to have those spies out there and we man we got some good ones and yeah, uh, they've you're been paying a fifteen hundred dollars a game there should be some kind of freaking updates or something available uh but I want to give a shout out here to my good friend Hunter Muller and Andy Crutchinger there at the Southeast Iowa Union because they they are literally one of our very very best sources on Twitter uh, for updates and and quick scores and stuff like that, aren't they? They sure are, and, and uh, so I keep them uh, high up on my priority of uh, my Twitter feed for for. You know, keeping up on the games that they're at, and whenever possible, if I'm somewhere in the in the area that they cover at a game, and they're not, because there's only two of them, uh, I try to do my best to keep them updated too. So we all kind of work together that way. I've been doing that for years. Um, Chris Dewar, of course, down there at Quincy covers some of the the very very southeastern Iowa stuff, like Keokuk and Fort Madison. Man, he can't he can't send people all the way up to you know Washington or or Fairfield or Iowa city or wherever some of these, these teams might be playing. So I've, I've always uh, tried to tag those guys over the years. And when I'm able to attend those events so that they can get them scores out on their broadcast later that evening. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, um, West, West Burlington plays who? Oh, I, you know, I haven't seen the two, a matchups yet. Um, you know, I'm sure they're me, out, but I have not he seen He tells them. me stuff and, and I, I, rem, uh, I, I can't remember anything that goes on anymore. Yeah. I, I'm sure they're out. I don't know why they wouldn't be. So, uh, he said that they, they won't play any games this week. This week is all girls. Yeah. And, uh, starting next a week from Monday, uh, that's when the boys play. Yeah. 
And I, I know Winfield Mount Union plays at 12.45 on that Monday, so I guess it'd be a week for tomorrow. Um, and West Burlington, they've got two A's split into either a Monday or a, or a Tuesday. So what I do know is they'll play on either, like, would be probably Monday evening or, or sometime Tuesday. And uh, 3A will follow that. So they'll cram them all in pretty, pretty tight there that week to get this uh, championship stuff sorted out. Well, um, let me ask you, uh, is there anything, is there any other things on Scotty Melvin's mind? Is there anything that we haven't talked about? Uh, any players you wanted to highlight or reflect oh, on God. the season or anything? I, I you know, I, I'm just really happy to see Winfield Mount Union uh, get this basketball. You know, like I said, we've been talking about this class of 2024, you know, being uh, very special for them. And uh, we expected their senior year to, to be something crazy, crazy good in football. And it was. Of course, it got derailed by injuries, you know, some bad luck that way. Uh, they still made it to the Dome, though. And uh, but I had high hopes for a state title for them. So it was just it was really on my mind for those boys to, to uh, have things go right and, and be healthy and, and make this strong run in basketball. And they did so I'm, I'm, I'm really happy about that. I'm happy for the West Burlington Falcons after coming within a just a, a breath of state last year in that close game against Pella Christian, uh, but knowing they were so young a year ago, and they still are in a lot of ways, um, you know, Brady Martin being the one key senior, that they would also make that run this year, and they and they got it done, and they're undefeated and, and just having a spectacular year. So I just couldn't be happier or prouder of those two those two teams uh, to build up to what they have this season. And I hope they go up there and do some damage. Well, Scotty, I was up in Oskaloosa at the card show yesterday and uh, uh, I got noticed that everybody's interested in rookie cards and rookie this and rookie that. Uh, and I've decided to uh, uh, give out a rookie of the year for round guy radio. Uh, are you ready for this one? I'm ready. Ben Garvin. Ben Garvin is the uh, Rookie of the Year uh, for all the help he's given us with the Wilton Beavers and the calling the Beavers games and getting it on Round Guy Radio. And he just interviewed uh, uh, one of the uh, state champion wrestlers that they have. I think he's going to uh, uh, get a, a interview with Putman there that just uh, had to set all kinds of school records. So we're going to hear from him and a thousand points and everything. Uh, um but we, there's uh, also, he's going to do some golf's coming up, and we're going to get big time into golf, and we've got sponsors. Jen Fagan has jumped on, uh, uh, as well as Wester Drug, uh, going to help us out with the golf season. And we're going to do something tremendous, uh, something I, I, I think you're going to like, Scott. You know, uh, Ben Garvin is on the golf team, and he's going to do... Uh, Golf season through the perspective of one person, you know, one player. Okay. And he's going to, you know, going to do a little, he's, every event, you know, he's going to kind of interview some of the coaches and give a little preview. And then while he's out there, he's going to interview the two other guys that he, uh, that he's golfing with, you know, just ask okay. a few questions. We're going to get to know about all these different golfers from just a kind of an intimate perspective, you know, and then he'll, you know, give us the results of the match and interview the winners and, and, uh, I think it's just, it's going to be a, a knockout home run, everything. What do you think? Yeah, I'm excited for him. Um, 
I enjoyed his little shorts. I guess you'd call them short interviews during the football season with players and coaches and whatnot. Um, you know, he's a young man that seems to have a, a passion for uh, sports and a, and, a, and a want to do the broadcasting thing. So if getting on this podcast and getting his feet wet that way springboards him into something bigger, I mean, hopefully he'll be uh, – doing some Iowa games or something down the road when he's older. <laughs> well, he know, wants but, to get into sports uh, broadcasting, and uh, yeah. um, it works really well for me and, and all of our listeners, you know, uh, and I think it's working really well for him, you know, because, you know, it's just like Jeff with his videos, you know. Uh, as the years go by, he just gets better and better and better, and if you can start something when you're in high school, you know, by the time he gets into high school, he'll have – you know, year and a half of actual play-by-play broadcasting and, and sports coverage and coming up with unique ways to cover it. We're also going to be uh, um, kind of having a similar uh, thing with the uh, Kyoto Eagles uh, golf program. You know, at least I proposed it to them. We got a sponsor for them. Uh, so uh, maybe we could get something going with them. And then uh, uh, also Waco uh, is putting on a, a golf team for the first time this year. So we're we're looking forward to that. Uh, we're definitely looking forward to baseball. You know, I mean, I can't hardly ever stop thinking about baseball all day and all night. When I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming of it. Uh, but uh, it's coming. The spring training's here, and uh, um, I love that time of year, too. Uh, but there's another sport that's big, big, big on Round Guy Radio, and there was some big, big, big news. And uh, I'm going to tease about a big, big, big interview I'm about to get here. Uh Uh, And that all goes down to the Keokuk Chiefs, and they've signed Marvin McNutt to be their football uh, head coach. How about that, Scotty Melvin? That was uh, real exciting news, Um, you know, because he's he's got such a pedigree as a player and now a coach, you know, recently being up there at Co. Um, Gosh, it's going to be interesting to – hear the story of how he got to Keokuk of all places, you know, I'm, I'm very interested to see what that, what that story is. And I would love for him to also make a pitch for the kids around here that want to go and play at the next level that maybe you know, everybody wants to go be a Hawkeye, but not everybody can go be a Hawkeye uh, and play division one ball, but there's plenty of opportunity out there. And I would love to hear his pitch for uh, the division three level, because I think a lot of, a lot of people forget about that level, and, and I think it's a, a level of college sports that's a great opportunity for kids, and I'd like to hear him uh, plug that. Well, you know, you and me are trying to inject some energy and excitement and publicity for Southeast Iowa sports, you know, and I think yeah. this is about the biggest thing that come down the, the pike since uh, sliced bread. What do you think? I agree, and, and uh, we need stuff like that once in a while to help put us on the map. I think it's really important to have a coach like that around in the area. Uh, yeah, he may be at Keokuk, but it's going to draw, you know, eyes from uh, around the state, not just to Keokuk, but to the teams that play Keokuk, you know, which is, it benefits everybody around here. And I've said that about certain players that have come through, like a Cam Buffington. That people don't realize that it's um, – not just him that people are watching, but when they see Winfield play, for instance, they're, they're seeing Carter Lloyd. They're seeing, you know, Gabe Hemsworth there in the basketball games. They aren't just important to their team, but they're important to the area. And uh, I think that's that's really cool to have because we're so overlooked down here. And uh, we use all the help we can get. It's like the Deion Sanders of uh, Southeast Iowa, really. I mean, yeah. 
Uh, I'm so excited about this, and I can't wait to talk to him. I so enjoyed watching him play football. He may have been my very favorite Hawkeye. Uh, do you have any Marvin McNutt memories you want to uh, uh, share with us? That's going back a ways, and me being an Illinois guy, I, I've watched a lot of Iowa football over the years, but I, I've not really been honed into it the way a lot of the folks around here are, because I'm not, I'm not a born and bred Hawkeye here. <laughs> but uh, I do remember that era, um, because I was a huge James Vandenberg fan, I went to every James Vandenberg Keokuk Chiefs game I could go to, and saw him play a lot in high school, and then of course followed him in, in college, and you know they had some rough years there when he was when he was playing there and uh, it didn't go as well as I wanted it to for him. But, uh, you know, Marvin McNutt being a, a quarterback that was vying for that same spot at that same time on the team and uh, being such an athlete that he switched to wide receiver and made such a name for himself as a receiver. I mean, that tells you what kind of athlete he is. Uh, very versatile and extremely talented. Yeah, it, it, it really was. Well, he was like, I mean, you know, like we were talking about Abram Edwards earlier, you know, they really his team really, really, really needed it, and the game hinged on it, and they so they you know uh, you know he just does something to get open and get it done, or or just catches the ball whether he's open or not, you know. Uh, that was Marvin McNutt. I mean, he was the most clutch, most go-to guy, you know. I mean, I believe this: big-time players do big-time things at big-time moments, you know. And that's who he was, you know. But he was that hard-working, blue-collar, you know, just sell his body out, you know, kind of guy that was just a great example. And I just think this is tremendous. And I, like I say, I can't wait to bring it to all you great listeners. Well, Scotty, uh, I may have taken up more of your time than I promised. That's all right. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday morning, I'm being pretty lazy. I'm trying to kick the, the, this flu bug or whatever, so well, you know, um, this, this is a great way to distract me, Dave. Well, I'm going to ask you uh, in this thing on a little bit of a, a personal question about you, but you are uh, uh, maybe, uh, there's a rumor that you might be uh, uh, prepping for a bodybuilding competition. It's, it's up in the air. Um, you know, when you're an amateur at these things, you can't always put all your eggs in, a, in that basket. You, you kind of uh, feel it out as you go and see if things start falling into place and people don't understand what an expensive hobby that that body competitive bodybuilding thing is, is it goes beyond just the the rigors of it you know with your diet and your training and all that stuff it's the money part too and and it's all got to come together and and i'm the kind of person where if i don't feel it's all going to come together i'm not going to put myself through that suffering so we'll see dave i got till the end of may to, to decide and I'll just have to see how things come together. It's a little bit early for me to, I don't know, to, to lock in too much just yet, but we'll see. Well, um, I could help you out with that decision a little bit. We, we could, we could put a Twitter poll up on it. Well, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> that'd help you. <laughs> but, uh, uh, well, no. now, <laughs> as far as your, your bodybuilding, your, your, your friendship, your conversation, your knowledge, your expertise, Scotty, there is no competition. You are the hands-down uh, world champion in, in uh, our, my eyes and in our listeners' ears. Well, I'm, uh, I'm glad I have you as a fan, Dave. That means a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I appreciate that. Well, if you, uh, um, if you do uh, 
uh, retire from that sport, you'll go out undefeated. Well, that's true, I guess. Um, um, I don't know. Every time I think I'm going to retire, I end up dragging myself back in, though. So, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for being with us and, and, and spend a little of your Sunday morning with us. Hey, thanks for having me.